Welcome to the Bear and Below podcast. You're here with Cassie and Kathleen. And today we're coming at you with round two, talking about body goals today. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. You are the winner. We felt like we were totally doing, yeah, a boxing match uh, introduction here or something, or maybe like cool 102.5. Yeah. I don't know, but I liked that. Technically, podcasts are like the new version of the old school talk radio. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, guys, we are super excited about this episode today, but before you listen, we think it's a good idea for you to go back to episode three, that's Body Goals Part One, and just in general, we did want to say our episodes work as getting to know us and our journeys and our experiences, so it probably will be a good idea for you to start with episode one and listen all the way through just to get the full scope of what we're talking about each week. Take from the top. Ah. Yeah, and you also want to go back to episode four. That's where we talk about Cassie's country upbringing, which was a super fun episode. But in the beginning, we mentioned about pineapples being a signal to people in your vicinity that you're a swinger and you're like open for business, like come play with us. (laughs) But after some research and a couple of DMs, we found that the pineapple, in fact, needs to be upside down. So anyone with your normal pineapple decor you're good you're in the clear sorry if we offended you the pineapples have to be upside down to signal to people that you're a swinger so sorry yeah we heard in our dms they're like um so we have like a hundred pineapples we love to decorate with pineapples so does that mean that we're signaling to everybody and then yeah we, we found it had to be upside down but if you ever go to a party and somebody is serving an upside down pineapple cake hello you might be getting reeled in and you don't even know it. But anyways, yeah, we just we just thought that we would give that correction for everybody. So before yeah. we get into the episode. But listen, it is midsummer. Back to episode three, Body Goals Part One. We were encouraging everybody to wear your short shorts. Go to the pool. Get in your swimsuit. Own it, baby. So we just wanted to check in, see how everybody's doing. We did have a lot of requests for a Body Goals Part 2 episode, and me and Kathleen are super pumped to dive into this episode. Yeah, because it's hot as fuck out there, and we want to make sure all our little Biblo baddies are feeling nice and cooled off, feeling comfortable, and so we just want to talk about it today. Letting the breeze flow through them thighs, in that ass cheek, everything. (laughs) Let it hang out, girl. Yes, let it flow. I love it. Uh, So to jump right into it, I was telling Cassie about my recent uh, camping trip to Darien Lake. And oh my gosh, we do that every year. It's super fun with the kids. But whenever I go, I it, it is always just like, I am just dripping in sweat. It's so hot on that black top. Even if it's only like in the 70s, you know, you're still kind of sweating going to Darien Lake. And I'm always uncomfortable. And just like trips in general. I I remember freaking Darien Lake, even as, you know, a teenager, if you're wearing the shorts or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like you said, even if it's 70 degrees, for some reason, Darien Lake was at least 50,000 degrees higher than what the actual temperature said. Like, I just remember dripping sweat and getting the chafing in my thighs from sweating so much. (laughs) Yeah. 
freaking annoying. And just trips in general for the past like decade, I feel like I pack every single thing in my closet because I know I'm going to be uncomfortable in everything and nothing's going to fit me right. So I need to like basically do what I do at home, just like change my outfit 17 times until I'm like 2% comfortable. But this time it was a big game changer for me. Everything in my bag I was comfortable in, I knew was cute, I would love, and of course, I did pack for probably five days instead of two nights, but that's just because I like to have options, you know, that's how how I roll, gotta have the options, and it was the best feeling. So we, we pull up to Darien Lake and, you know, we got a lot to unload. So I'm moving around, you know, opening coolers, getting the fridge loaded. Um, because side note, we don't tent camp. We have a cabin with a bathroom, full kitchen. I'm glad you just put that disclaimer out there because you know, I was about to call your ass out. That's why you, that's why to everybody, that's the only reason why she's letting everyone know we don't camp in a tent or a camper because I gave her major (laughs) shit. By telling me she was going camping and she's staying in a cabin with full running water and probably a king size, super cloudy, comfy bed. <laughs> camping my ass. It's like glamping. It's not like real camping. Not even Listen. glamping. No, you're just on vacay, girl. Come on. Just like just like you live in the country on Grand Island. Okay. <laughs> That's another callback episode four. Uh, then you can learn more about my upbringing in episode five. The country, camping, wilderness, not my thing. Yeah. Not my freaking thing. And yes, Grand Island is a little country. I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get into we it with you. We're not going there right now. <laughs> okay, we we're getting off there. track, but just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wrapping it back up. I'm unloading everything. Okay, so normally when I'd be doing this, like, you know, you're unpacking and everything, I have an outfit that's supposed to be like laying perfectly on my body, that's perfectly covering up like my fupa, my cellulite, my big thighs, whatever. And I'm I'm uncomfortable. Like I'm tense. I'm constantly shifting my clothes to make sure that they're they're um laying properly on my body to like I said to cover everything. And that day I was just rocking and rolling. I was feeling so good. I didn't move. My shorts were hiking up. Didn't move a goddamn thing. My ass was hanging out the bottom. Don't really care. I mean, at that point, it was just me, my husband and my daughter. But it was actually kind of crazy because I think Scott was just like feeling a different energy from me because he came up behind me and like wrapped his arms around me and was like, you look so good right now and then like gave me a kiss on the cheek yeah like he did he did i think okay that is so cute it was really cute let just calm down he's not always that cute but um i'm not giving him too much credit on here okay yeah but really though i think he was just feeling a different energy from me usually i'm just like so tense about when i'm out of my element and traveling like everything needs to be perfect and and you know it's just like oh my god like calm down and and i finally calmed down only took me 10 years so for you to pack and like be like all right even though i'm still bringing clothes to go away for a month, but packing those clothes, like in order for you to get comfortable, did you just start getting rid of the old clothes and getting and buying new clothes that made you feel good instead of trying to still fit into your clothes that you fit in maybe 10 years ago? Or did you just literally stop giving a fuck and you're like, you know what? I am actually way more comfortable in my body now. So I'm going to throw in the shorts, you know, 
I didn't buy, I didn't have to buy new shorts is what I guess I'm getting at is like, did you buy new Mm -hmm. stuff that you know you would feel more comfortable in or so take us kind of through that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. I would say over the past year to year and a half, I've slowly but surely changing my wardrobe. The summer one being the most difficult one, Mm, as you can imagine. Um, Our trip to Mexico that we've talked about a bunch of times really helped with that because um, I was really starting to get into a better groove of feeling comfortable. And I bought a ton of summer clothes in the fall and I was ready for summer this year. So I, um, I'm a big like organizer. So probably two times a year, I go through my clothes and get rid of things that I haven't worn or like are out of style. But traditionally, I did hold on to those like size two shorts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't, it was more of a mental thing. I couldn't get rid of them. Right. Um, and I finally just did, I, I donated them to Goodwill. I always donate everything to Goodwill. Um, they're out of my closet. I feel like I've gotten rid of like bad energy. Like I know I keep talking about energy, but it really is makes such a difference. So I only have clothes in my closet that fit and are comfortable and I I like to wear. So then when I do go to pack, everything that I have in front of me is stuff that I'm comfortable in. It's not making me feel shitty about myself or like, oh, I got to get back on the diet and like, I need to stop eating bad and yada, yada. Like I just aren't staring you in your face, making you feel like shit because it's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I love that. If, if it doesn't fit you and it hasn't for a while, instead of just like putting yourself down. Cause I mean, I have, I'm in my closet right now and I'm staring up at some pants that I know sure as hell do not freaking fit me right now. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they're cute. But like, why am I going to just have them take up space in here? And instead of putting the pressure on yourself to be like, oh my God, those size twos are still staring me in the face. Or in my instance, even a size eight or a size 10, they're staring me in my face. Like, oh my God, like the pressure to get back into them. No, get rid of that shit. Get it out of the closet. Get it out of your face. Get in some stuff that fits you. And don't even pay attention to what size it is. Don't even look at the tag. Don't let it remind you. Freaking, you know what? You know what people should start doing? When you buy clothes and you know they fit you good, take a black Sharpie marker and freaking scribble out the size. So you don't need like if a number is a thing for you or anybody listening. Like, I feel like a lot of it is I'm kind of past the whole number thing. Like, I don't care if it's a size 12 or 10 or 14, whatever it might be. But I feel like a number is a big thing for a lot of people. So what if you just like take a black Sharpie and cross it out if you know that that's a trigger for you? Oh, my God. That is a such No, that is such a great tip. And especially for people just starting out on this journey, it's I I feel like starting it is the hardest part because you're so used to thinking a certain way. So fuck it. Nobody sees it but you. Take the black Sharpie, cross it out, move on with your day, and then you are focused much more on how you feel versus what you should be doing, which is that what the number usually signifies. That's an awesome tip, Cassie. I love that. Oh, thanks. It just look at me. My gosh, just thinking on the fly. But um (laughs) but then the goal obviously eventually would be to be so comfortable, but this is where, you know, it goes in steps. It's all about, you know, little baby steps, gradually getting to where you want to be and not even care what the number is. You don't have to scratch it off with a black Sharpie, but if that helps you mentally for a little bit to get to the next phase of your 
being comfortable with yourself, then do it. Who cares about what size it is? Like, just go for what you feel good in. Couldn't agree more. It's all about baby steps because we are undoing decades of damage that's been done to us. So just remember to don't beat yourself up. You're going to have those intrusive thoughts. I still have them all the time. I mean, it, oh, we God, just yeah. got, we, yeah, we just got done with 4th of July weekend. I've been eating a lot of food in general and drinking. And then, you know, we had a big party at our house and all the foods out late night. And then we're scarfing that, you know, scarfing that down. And I wake up and I'm bloated and I'm like, oh, I feel like shit. I shouldn't have ate like that. But it's it's okay to ha- have those feelings and then work through them. Don't sit there with those bad feelings, combat them. Like I let myself feel bad, but then I also was like, thinking about how much fun I had at the party. I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah. And how much fun my friends had. Like my last two friends that left my party were like, we've been looking forward to this for weeks. We had such a blast last year. We couldn't wait for the party again this year. Like that's what it's all about. And do you think either of them care that I'm bloated and like I've gained weight? They, I mean, you could have ate freaking 25 hot dogs and they wouldn't have cared. It's like, <laughs> if that's what's going to make you feel good, then then go for it. And you know what I was going to say, too, about Scott, where he came and put his arms around you when you guys were just at Darien Lake. And he's like, you look so good because you felt so much better about yourself. So you were probably a tad bit less bitchy or a tad bit ah, yeah. less, you know, you weren't on edge because you were focused on just setting up just the vacation, having a good time for your daughter and getting everything perfect that way, instead of having to worry about your body and Mm -hmm. trying to get everything together. So it's like just naturally, since you were feeling better about yourself and not worried about what you were wearing, instantly you're going to be happier and feeling better and have just a, you know, more energetic beautiful non-bitchy attitude. Oh, oh my God. Yes. You hit the nail on the head. I am a major nasty bitch when I'm feeling like that. So I know. I mean, there's that. I'll say it because it's true. But no, I think now that I've made these changes mentally, like I feel like I'm standing up a little straighter. You know, I just feel taller and I I just feel more confident. Obviously, Scott is seeing those things and I'm sure Natalie is too versus like, you know, just feeling tense and kind of rounding out my shoulders and hiding and constantly fidgeting and adjusting with my clothes. Like I'm just like letting it all loose and my shoulders are nice and relaxed and I, I just feel so much calmer. There's no way my daughter especially is not noticing stuff like that. So that to me feels so good because little girls watch your moms and like how they carry themselves and how they talk Make about themselves. It makes an impact on you. I mean, we talked about that with our own mothers in episode three, how much of an impact it, it makes. And for me to impart on my daughter how important it is to love her body is so important to me. I think this past year I'm realizing like I need to do this for myself too because that's also affecting her, you know? Yeah, not just like practice what you preach. You want to instill that in on your daughter, but you also have to own it and actually make the changes for yourself so she isn't just hearing it, but she's seeing it. So I think that that is amazing. And you know, when I go, when I go to the pool, we have a pool. um, Our gym actually has a rooftop pool, which is amazing. But we have been going there a ton this summer. 
And I even try and look around like to the moms or other women. And I'm like, you know what? There's so many women here, all shapes and sizes, and they don't give a fuck. And I'm like, this makes me so happy that I just see these women walking around, not caring if they have cellulite. I'm so what helps me is that if I had to walk to a bathroom or if I'm going to get a drink or something with my bathing suit on, I always felt like I had to wrap my cover cover up around me or put on my shorts or something. Even yeah, when we were in Mexico, like a couple of years ago, just to we're on the beach. Who cares? Like I would have walked to the bar to get a drink. I would have put on my shorts. And this year, nope. Who cares? When we're at the pool with all these beautiful women and they're not caring. And I'm like, why should I care? So I have been owning it, even walking to the freaking bathroom. Like I'm not putting my cover up on. Why? Why? We're all in our bathing suits here. We're all having a good time. We're all enjoying the sunshine and this beautiful weather. Like let it out. And you know, I am really super self-conscious about my cellulite because I do have quite a bit of cellulite on, you know, the back of my legs. And the more and more I see these, you know, women, whether you have thin legs, bigger legs, if you're skinny, curvier, everyone has cellulite. Let it hang out and just go for it. And I feel like this is also, you know, just a lot of self-work and loving myself a little bit more to where mm-hmm. I don't care about cellulite, even if I am a little bit insecure still, it just takes time. Yeah. And we encourage all of our listeners to take your time with this stuff because it's brand new. It's a new wave of, you know, things that's out there. And it, it's it's hard to make these changes when you're hardwired to think a certain way. I yeah. will say one thing um, that also kind of has just helped me in particular, and it was a little surprising to me, but I noticed it again when I was in Darien Lake. Obviously, there's a lot of moms there with their kids, just like myself. And the ones who were doing kind of what I was doing, just like wearing something comfortable, like your your shorts, but you know, either they had the rolls on their stomach or they had like bigger legs with cellulite. I used to look at these women, and not just moms, just women in general, I, and just be like, that's gross. Why are they doing that? And I'm being very raw right now and admitting yes, it. Yes, I was going to say, that takes a lot to admit that. Yep. I, I, But I'm being honest. That's how – it's not like I was talking shit about them to anybody else. No. That was just going on in my head. I would see that and be like, ew, that's gross. But I was doing the same thing to myself. You know what I mean? And it's almost like I would get a little triggered and angry like, what the fuck? Like, I'm covering up and sweating because – Why aren't they? Yeah, like, I'm not allowed to show this stuff, but they can do that. Like, what the hell? Like, that's not – like, I would get so triggered. And now – Again, that I'm working on myself. I was walking around during like seeing these women. I would notice their bodies and be like, you know what? They look beautiful. Like, look at these women with their children. They're having a great time. I mean, Darian like really is a lot of fun, especially for younger kids. And like, instead of being so negative, like, ew, that's disgusting. I'm like positive. Like, no, they actually look beautiful. Look at their beautiful family. They're having a great time in Darien. Like, as am I. Like, oh my God, it was just such a different way of thinking. And it it helped me continue to be comfortable throughout the, the couple of days that we were there that, you know, now I'm 
eating, you know, the dips and chips and starting to blow it up a little bit. Like that's normally when I'm like, okay, this is getting harder. But I'm like, no, I feel great. Don't care. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we all probably have been there. I mean, I I can guarantee mostly all of us have probably been there. And again, it's kind of like how we were brought up. Like, oh, she's a little bit bigger or she doesn't have boobs or does have boobs, whatever. Why is she wearing that? Is she, does, who does she think she is? But we, yet, like you said, it was really just a reflection of how we felt because mm-hmm. we were conditioned that we should be covered up. And probably for a number of reasons, you don't want to give off the wrong vibe. You don't want to have your roles hanging out or this and that. But now I feel so empowered when I see a woman just owning it. My friend Shelly, and she did give me the okay to use her name. I'm like, you know what? Let me give her a text because she probably has some really good insight. And honestly, to me, and she did admit she has her own insecurities, but to to me, she has always been that woman where I'm like, you know what? Damn. Like she is owning this shit. And I would feel so empowered. My cousin Ashley too, like we we both know her from growing up when we were like in our high school days until now. And like she has always been up and down in her weight. She is a woman who loves her curves, loves her curves. She owns it. She feels her best. She said it like a size 12 to 14, um, where she starts to get a little insecure, even though she loves her curves, um, is when she gets to like that 16 plus. Um, She did say that she starts to get really down on herself. And I mean, we would never know that, though, because she just exudes confidence and like no matter what, she's still like rocking it, you know? And I just love that about her. And, you know, and she said she was like, she's always kind of been that these are her words, a self-righteous bitch. And it's just like, yes. And she's just like, but like in a good, in a good way, like, yeah, I'm the shit. She does rapping and poetry and like, she just like owns it. Yes. And as long as you're healthy and you feel good about yourself, it doesn't matter if you're curvy, if you're curvy and you're a size eight or you're curvy and you're a size 16, like mm-hmm. we need to start looking up to those women that actually have the confidence to walk around in whatever that they feel good in, no matter what that is. Yeah. I mean, I definitely remember a few girls like that growing up that they didn't have like the quote unquote acceptable size two body, but they really didn't care. And again, it would trigger me, you know, I'm like, you, you need to care. You should care. Like what the freaking hell's going on around here? But, um, man, they had it right all along. Didn't they? They did. (laughs) You know what? Oh, girls, shout out to Shelly. Shout out to the girls, you know, and anybody listening, if you're that girl, more fucking power to you. We should have been looking to you this whole goddamn Mm -hmm. time. For real. Absolutely. And I hope, I really hope we get to a a place where we can just like exist in these bodies. We don't have to be like, I don't care. I am who I am. Yada, yada. Like, I just want to exist in my body and be peaceful about it. Yeah. I really, really hope for the next generation of kids coming, coming up so that my daughter's age group, that that's what they will be like rolling with. Oh my God. I know. I really do. So one thing I will tell you what I tell Natalie, and I've been telling her this for probably a couple of years now, I tell her all the time, 
And just randomly, you know, when we're talking, I'll say, you know, all girls are different and all girls are beautiful. And I'll like roll through different examples and I can tell it's resonating in her head. I'm just, I'm defining it for her. Like there's no one perfect body that you need to attain. All bodies are beautiful. All of them. So I'll go through girls with blonde hair, girls with you know, dark hair, light skin, dark skin, blue eyes, green eyes. And I'll say girls that are, I'm using my hands here, thinner mm-hmm. girls that are wider. I said, we are all, all beautiful. Every one of us in our own special way. And I think starting that young, I mean, that's going to be the narrative in her head. So when a boy comes up to her and tells her that she doesn't look good enough, she's going to be like, piss off, you know, <laughs> like, what are next, you- please? I to the next. But it is like it's, you know, are you getting nutritious food in your body? Are you moving your body regularly? Is your doctor telling you you're good to go? Then it then it's just a strictly vanity thing. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's what we're saying. Of course, if your doctor's telling you whatever <laughs> your doctor's telling you, we're not getting in the way of that. It's just, you know, we just want everybody to feel good. We kind of wanted to, you know, dive into how you were talking about Natalie. We got a little sidetracked there with with the kids and growing up and all bodies are beautiful and you're teaching your daughter that. Neither one of us have boys, so we right. don't want to speak out of turn or, you know what, I, sh- I should have asked Carmen because he has two older brothers and he grew up in a very masculine, like all boys, boys rule, ju- girls drool type of setting. Ugh. He didn't say that, but you know, right? I I bet you, little Carmen was running around the neighborhood screaming that shit. All those boys were. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, they're just like a boy's boy, a man's man. You know, no feminine energy whatsoever, and and that's and that's okay too. Like, obviously, boys be boys. But how you were saying you were teaching Natalie, all bodies are beautiful. I feel like we should be teaching these young men and these and these boys growing up also that all bodies are beautiful. And we were kind of talking before the episode. I know you mentioned like, obviously you're attracted to what you're attracted to, which is totally fine, but don't be shaming another woman's body. Yeah. Basically like, I think for boys, a good um, approach is just that all bodies are acceptable. There's no yes. one body type that's unacceptable. And then you have your body types, like we said, that you're just naturally attracted to. You can't really control that too much. So I, I think that would be hugely helpful. And just, you know, these kids as they come of age, just the conversations are just so much less toxic because I hear it with my my husband also grew up. He's got two other brothers, and I hear the conversations my husband has, and they can be a little toxic with his friends. You know, just putting down women's bodies, like oh look at her, like oh she's fat, like this, this, and that. Why is she wearing that? Like yeah, like and just making fun of girls. You know, it, it's just that male toxic male thing that they do. But it's funny to me because like okay, Scott, behind the scenes, like. I gained 30 pounds since we started dating and I feel like you're more attracted to me now. So like, which is it, you know? And that shit starts very, very young. Like, so I really hope, you know, the boys will be boys type of energy. Let them talk shit. Let them do this and that, which it's just like, you know what? Change the mindset. Yes. In these, in these young boys and young men from an early age and you don't have to be attracted to me. You don't have to be attracted to that person. But either way, 
just stop talking shit and being mean. Okay. How about that? I agree. I agree. You learn to love the cellulite like you love your ice cream. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That's, <laughs> that should have been our quote for the episode. <laughs> But, you know, I think in general, let's just stop talking about our bodies so much. I mean, you know, I have a a couple of friends that they work really hard in the gym and I want them to feel good about themselves. So you look great. You know, I mean, they're working hard, but I just think we need to take these conversations about women's bodies from like a a 10 to a two. Like we just got to stop talking so much about it. Like there's got to be better things we could be talking about. It's just not that important, you know? Yeah. I, I, um, you know, everyone's went through the phase of like, okay, well if she gained weight, she gained weight. I still hear so many people, even they come to me and they'll be like, oh my gosh, did you see her? Yeah, she gained a little bit of weight. You know, yeah. so I think it's more like the older generation or something. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I've i worked really hard at like not commenting on if somebody mm-hmm. made weight you know, or gained weight at all. Um, behind the scenes, obviously not to their face, but even behind their back. Like, don't be saying like, oh, did you? Yeah, she gained a little bit of weight. Like, bitch, I fucking gained weight. Like, come on. Why are you telling me? What, did you say that about me? But also like you were saying, and I would love to get our listeners opinion on this too, because obviously we all love compliments. If we have been working really hard in the gym or you did lose some weight and you're really proud of that, to be honest, I do want to hear that I look good. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, oh my God, did you lose weight? Yeah, bitch. Hell yeah, I did. I'm saying bitch a lot in this episode, but I feel like it's like, makes sense. But like, yeah, I did. Thank you. But I know that that can also be really triggering for some people because they might not even be trying to lose weight. I've experienced this before just because my weight fluctuates. Like, oh, you lost a little weight. You look great. And I'm thinking in my head, like, well, I wasn't trying to, but I guess I looked like shit before. So thanks a lot. Yeah. So I know on the other side of the coin, like women who are working really hard, like if they're lifting a lot of weights, like getting muscles, my sister likes to have like muscle definition. Like she's really into that. And I know she wants the compliments for that. And you know, sometimes with this new wave that I'm on, I have to be careful of being like, you look fine. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. Get over it. But that's, she wants the compliment because that's what she wants to do. And it's her body. She can do what she wants with it. And she's my sister. And like, there's also that part of it. If you have like a best friend, a sister, family member, whoever, I mean, you know what they're up to in their lives. You know, if they're working towards a goal or if they're not. I think that's the gauge that you use if you make that compliment or not. That would be my opinion. I would love to hear from our listeners, like after you listen to this episode, just comment on our post for this, or maybe I'll do a poll or something. But I want to know, would you, do you love a positive compliment on your body or, or is that a little bit more triggering? Because it is kind of a touchy, sensitive, like which mm-hmm. way do you go? Do you want to be, you know, with the rest of the world where it's like, literally don't say a fucking word about anybody's body or if it's something positive and you know that they're going to like it and maybe make their day, is it okay? So I'm sure it is just a situation by situation type thing with who you're talking to, but I am kind of curious what everybody's thoughts on that are. I am too because women do like compliments. I mean, I like fucking compliments. Like when my husband came up to me 
and told me how great I looked and held me, like that was like the best feeling ever. I loved it. It felt so good. So we don't want to not compliment each other. I think maybe we just got to be a little bit careful about what we're saying. The great thing that I loved about how Scott gave you that compliment, and maybe this is the ticket now that we're kind of talking through this all together here, is that it's not like he's like, babe, you look so amazing. Oh my gosh, I can tell that you lost a little bit of weight or like, you know, he literally was just complimenting you in general, not putting a weight focus on it, you know? So maybe if you're going to give somebody a compliment, just tell them that that they look great in general or, you know, it doesn't have to be, oh my God, did you lose weight? Wow. You look so good. You know, maybe you're not, maybe you don't say it that way. I love that. I think that's, that's the ticket, Cass. You got it. Woohoo, Nelly Belly. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was a doozy. All right. So here's the quote of the epi. Here we go. Quote, normalize being obsessed with yourself and not caring what anyone else thinks. Boom. Unquote. And I think I saw that on one of our um, followers pages. We follow her back too, but I saw that she posted it. I was like, oh my God, that is amazing. Because if you're obsessed with yourself, people think that is like, oh, what a conceited bitch, you know? No, be obsessed with yourself. Love yourself. Um, I was trying to find who actually wrote that quote, and maybe it was Roberta Tab. I don't know. I actually reached out to Roberta to see if she was, you know, the creator of that quote. I didn't hear back. So, anyways, I just wanted to make that put that out there. I mean, I think that's a really good quote. And honestly, I think it's good to be obsessed with ourselves because same thing of what I'm teaching Natalie, like, yeah, be obsessed with yourself and you still have to be a kind person too. Like just because you love yourself and your body doesn't mean that you're a piece of shit. It's okay. Be obsessed with yourself, guys. That is what we are encouraging. And now to wrap it up, with the episode, we're doing our Below shout-outs, one of my favorite events of the year, Italian Festival, Back on Hurdle. You guys got to get out there. It's the 15th through the 17th, maybe the 18th. I got to double-check that. But so much fun. Get all the Italian food, all the pasta, the arancini, all the good stuff. Bring the kids. It's always a family-friendly event. However, either before Italian Fest or maybe you stop by Italian Fest after, but Biblo's got some big ass hey. news. Hey, July 16th, we got Woo! our launch party, baby. So come celebrate with us. It's going to start at 4 30. It's just going to be two hours. We want to celebrate with our listeners. So please stop in for just a couple hours. Don't worry, it won't be like an all night <laughs> event unless you want it to be. But we would love <laughs> to see you there. Love to. All right. Well, that is a wrap on this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Before we sign off, we want to remind you, check out our website, sign up for our email list because we're going to be dropping some merch soon. And don't forget to subscribe, rate us five stars. Guys, remember, love yourselves, love your bodies. Love yourself and love that body. Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. <laughs>